What's going on, everybody? How you doing? This is Duke and the gang. Uh, and and we're doing a special premiere of FM and the AM all at the same time because of the fact that we uh, got a lot going on. We got a lot of information going on. If you are watching via, so, via social media, you'll probably be seeing this go around. We want to ask everybody, share this video uh, to all your friends. You know how sometimes, well, like I share stuff and it's always annoying. Do that. I would encourage you to be annoying uh, and share as much as possible. And the people who don't like you, share it a lot on their page. Because if they don't like you, they should have deleted you a long time ago and they didn't. So they're just watching you. Now annoy them back. Be petty. Be petty. Share it to everyone. Uh, share it to your probation officer. To my people who have to deal with probation officers. Share it, share it to everyone. Uh, and so this is going to be a, a big deal. Today with us, we got the cast and crew of the amazing movie, Lucifer and the Father, uh, which is going to be premiering on November 1st, All Saints Day, as, you know, Sean Justice says, All Saints Day? I can't do it. <laughs> All Saints Day. There you go. There you go. That's it. That's it. So uh, before we get into the interview, I want to give you guys a chance to see what this crazy guy is talking about. Join the ultimate conversation between good and evil at the premiere of Justice Pictures' short film Lucifer and the Father on All Saints Day, November 1st at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on SaviorConnect.com. You can join us afterwards for meet and greet with the filmmakers and actors hosted by Duke White Jr. of WJLZ Current FM. We'd love to see you there. All right, so first of all, I gotta say, uh, I was looking good in that picture. No, I'm just <laughs> I, literally, the first thing I thought was, "Man, you gotta lose this weight." <laughs> I didn't give Sean much to work with. <laughs> all right, so let's get started. Let's start with uh, how Lucifer and the Father came about. Anybody want to take a shot at that? Uh, well, sure. I'll I'll start. Um... I had written this, uh, what was basically just like a eight minute skit, uh, eight page skit for my church that I intended to do with my friend Ben at some point, which was basically, I call it, the skit was called The Cup of Coffee. And it was inspired of all things by Robert De Niro and Al Pacino's scene from the movie Heat, where a cop and a robber are just sitting down and as Pacino puts it, is talking like a couple of regular fellas. And that scene has been duplicated like in the X-Men movie, you have the main hero and the main villain sitting in his jail cell playing chess at the end of the movie. And I just thought, you know, what? how interesting would it be to do that with, with uh, originally it was Jesus and the devil. And so I wrote this uh, script that I had, I had intended for me to play Lucifer and my best friend Ben to play uh, Jesus because he had played Jesus in a couple of our passion plays. And we just kind of never did it. It just kind of sat on the shelf for a while. And uh, anyway, long story short, fast forward to the pandemic time. To the pandemic time, a couple projects that I wanted to work on with Sean and I talked about working on with Robert got kind of got put on indefinite hold. And that made me start asking, okay, what could we make that would be easy, easy to crowdsource and uh, would be within the parameters because you couldn't have too many people in one place at a time. And I thought, well, you know, one of the easiest things that we could do is because I had been talking to Robert about playing uh, God in another script that I had written called Adam, which was about the first four chapters of Genesis. And I kind of thought to myself, okay, why don't we make this and I can at least fulfill my on again, off again promise I've been making to Bob about possibly playing God and I would get at least one chance to play Lucifer if nothing else came of it. So I got the guys on a Zoom call, kind of like we're all on a call right now. And I basically just kind of pitched it to them and they thought it was great. Sean in particular liked the idea of shooting it in the or with Oregon landscape as the background. I thought that idea would appeal to him because I know how much he he has a cabin there and I know how much he likes it there. So the idea was, why don't we turn it into like a retreat? We all get together at your cabin and we shoot this thing in like a week. And um, so that's that was basically how it got started. You know, I think Sean scammed you. Like, like Sean was actually just like, I don't feel like getting up in the morning. I just want to go in the backyard. The set's already there. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I know. I, when I saw this landscape, I was like, I, I can honestly tell you, when I saw how beautiful the landscape was, it, it would definitely be hard to leave that place. Like, 
you you guys would have been like, Duke, it's time to go. Like, I don't want to go. Uh, it was beautiful. Uh, what what was the real motivation behind that, Sean? Uh, behind choosing that particular, what was the idea behind that? that- well, yeah, we have a, a, a cabin house uh, in Central Oregon, and been <laughs> uh, summers there, and um, a lot of time winters, uh, winter breaks um, for uh, you know forty years uh, with my parents first, and. Uh, a particular place called Sun River, Oregon. And it's, uh, you have volcanic landscapes, you have beautiful forests, um, mountains, uh, very close, the Three Sisters Wilderness, um, you know, and as uh, we, we as a family explore all those places. And, and so when, you know, Scott brought it to me, it was two guys sitting at a table. And I was like, well, hey, you know, what if, you know what? As a as a filmmaker, you know, yeah. you think of the visual side of it, and, yeah, and to break things up. You know, you just don't want you know two guys sitting at a table talking for unless they're De Niro and and you know. No offense, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robert, I can sit at the table and talk to you all day. Just so you know that. <laughs> um. But anyway, and, and it was fun because we, you know, I then included in the rewrite um, uh, the ability to to kind of play with the idea that, that God was moving, you know, uh, Satan around to different places, kind of like, uh, you know, Satan had moved Jesus around to different places. Uh, so that, that was kind of the motivation. But, you know, why not make it beautiful? You know, why not make interesting and then utilize those backgrounds and sets as actual uh, story illustrations too. Yeah. Well, that was genius. Robert Shepard, the man himself, you know what I mean? I actually met Robert trying to, so funny. I actually met Robert trying to uh, get him to play in one of my scripts, one of my films where he played the devil. And he was like, man, Duke, uh, you might have to talk to my team because that might be a conflict of interest. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, this would be awesome. He was like playing God in another movie. And I was like, that could be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Robert, uh, I do got to ask you, uh, how, what were you intimidated at all? What, when someone asked you to play God, bro, what, what do you do with that? Like, when someone asks you, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you be God? So how did, how did you take that and interpret that uh, idea? Because you did an amazing job. Well, thank you. But one thing, um, I guess I had quite a bit of time to think about it because Scott and I had been talking, I don't know, at least a couple of years probably before we finally got to the point of shooting this one. So I had a little time to think about it. Um, but I didn't really dwell on it too much. I'll tell you in all honesty, my main challenge was making sure I had uh, memorized my lines and I tried to make sure that I had a, kind of an inner inner peace about the whole thing. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like any other kind of movie. You want to make sure you hit the mark and remember your lines and uh, then uh, just trust that uh, with the good Lord's help, and a good director and a good editor that it's all going to turn out okay. And uh, we feel very happy with uh, the final result. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, man, this is the problem with – I'm trying to make sure I don't have any Tom Holland moments where you start doing spoiler alerts and things like that. Yeah. But uh, obviously the conversation uh, is – extremely intense i love the way it says you know this ultimate uh conversation between good and evil uh, i think that that uh most people see it as god versus the devil what you guys take on that uh because you guys kind of in a way deal with it that is god versus the devil you know um versus another concept or but do you do you guys see that 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 storyline that is it do you guys believe it is god versus the devil well no i think uh, <clears throat> uh i mean it's it's kind of marketed as such because you're you want to like you know paul the apostle when he stood before you know in the greek temple 
you know, he referenced, um, you know, the statues that were around them to bring them into the conversation. And so for us, uh, you know, the, the initial marketing per se, or the, the pitch is this versus versus, but you quickly find out uh, through it that God has complete control wow. <laughs> in, in our short film. And, yes. and yes. He, he guides the conversation and he's, you know, has Satan on the defensive most of the time uh, through it. But, uh, you know, the whole idea was to communicate uh, spiritual truths through the whole thing. Right. A very unique and creative one of the things that I wanted to do was, is that I feel like, you know, um, there is, we are in a spiritual warfare uh, in this world, you know, for the battle of all mankind's souls with everything that's going on in the world. And there is not a single battle that has ever been won where you don't know what the enemy is doing. So my, my approach to this was, okay, I'm going to play Lucifer as evil as I possibly can because I want to show the world what he is. I want to, I want to, I want to show, I want to show people that he is bad, that he is real, that he is evil, and that is actually that's actually kind of one of the reasons why I decided to do the role of Lucifer myself. That and the fact that I'm just such a ham and I can't seem to stay out of my own stuff, no matter how hard I, I can't write a script I don't want to act in. But um, one thing you said earlier, Duke, you know, would it be intimidating? Uh, you asked Bob, was it intimidating that I asked him to play God? Why do you think I didn't play God myself? I wasn't touching it. <laughs> it, is, it is 10 times easier to play evil than it is to play good and oh, yeah. in, some, in some ways a little bit more fun but there's one thing i might have told bob this there's one reason why bob got the role and that is because now i hope you'll take this the right way bob you got the role because you're a father and a grandfather and i believe that's what god is first and foremost and one thing i told him early on is the one thing that i want if we're going to depict an a flesh and blood actor playing god I want him played as a father because he is yeah. a father. Yeah. And, and, and so I don't have any kids, so I could never have tapped into that. So gotcha. I, I was like, I was like, we need someone to play God who is a father because gotcha. I think that's so the, consequently, I, think that's I, I think one of the things that actually, I don't think it evolved until we were actually filming, but I began to look at Scott as Satan as kind of an immature juvenile delinquent. Uh, he he thinks he's for. all bad, and he is. He's terrible. But I, consequently, as God, never would allow him to be taken quite as serious as he wanted to be taken serious. There was always kind of that undercurrent, uh, I think, that he's kind of that wayward That's child uh, that is, uh, you know, out there being a delinquent. You know, what's interesting is that I know you don't. Me, you may not think I noticed, Robert, but we've we've you've paid me visits where I could see you doing the exact same thing to me. Like you're being a juvenile delinquent, Duke. <laughs> Reel it in, reel it in, buddy. Reel it in. I get a little weird on Facebook, and Robert will show up and be like, "Maybe you're doing a little too much." But he does it in this little cool way. It's like Robert just put me in check. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, one of the things that I think about. Uh, it, with this conversation, um, it's in the trailer, so I feel safe saying that this is not a spoiler. It's in the trailer. Uh, Scott used Lucifer said, not Scott, Lucifer said that his job is to keep people away from the Father, uh, right. and, and and not to keep people with you, but to keep people away from the Father. Can you elaborate on what did that feel like, even saying those words? Well, for me, that if you don't, it, um, how do I put this? Um, I like I said, one of the things that I wanted to do with this script was to give people insight as to how Satan works, kind of expose his uh, methodology and stuff. And here's one thing that I think um, people have mixed up about him: uh, Satan's job is a heck of a lot easier than ours because. We have to convince people that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And if you're talking to somebody who doesn't, who's never believed those things, you've got an uphill battle. As long as you believe in anything but Jesus, Satan's got you. Okay. I'd even in one of my in, in my original drafts, one of the things about Sean is he makes my dialogue flow so much better, and he improves it tenfold. But I think that was a line in my original script that didn't make it into the final version, which was. 
People think that my playgrounds are Las Vegas, the city of sin. Why would I waste my time in a place where I've got everybody already? Oh, wow. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? He does it. He doesn't need to. It's, it's one of, at the risk of going off on a rabbit trail here. It's one of the reasons why I don't. Well, it's in, not with Duke. No. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I don't believe in evil convoluted conspiracy theories, because Satan doesn't need to do all that. All he does, all he needs is jobs a lot easier than we thought. We just need, he just needs to get us looking anywhere but Jesus, and he's won. Robert, question for you. When you play God, when you take on a role that like that, uh, how do you do it? You know, there's so many ideas of how God responds. You know, there's the wrathful God. Why did you choose that version? of god or you know why, why did you pick to, to betray him you know with, with the way you did you know i um i don't think that i'm a method actor per se but i think i am an intuitive actor <coughs> and so gotcha. it's what i it's what i get from from the other actor it's how i interpret it and how i process it that actually causes me to know how I feel like, in this case, God, which I am uh, portraying, would respond. So it's a, it's a really an intuitive kind of thing, and it kind of evolves as we go along through the whole process here. Sorry about that. So my question then becomes, like you said, you're not a method actor. Uh, when I get to the, 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 there's these parts where Lucifer's okay, being a brat. <laughs> Lucifer's being a brat, and you. you stay consistent. You know where a lot of you know, were you able to like kind of as channel God, <laughs> but but you know there are things that you, like trying to get a reaction out of you, and you were just consistent. I, that ministered to me so much because it's like, oh wow, we were just consistent with focusing on God that maybe we don't get rattled so. So easily, but uh, there, there, there are times where you, I just saw you. No matter what he said, no matter what he did, he was consistent. Uh, was was that planned? Um, well, I think so. I think the words actually lend itself to that. But I was really right. determined that you know nothing that he would say or do would would rattle me because right. i have no need to be rattled when you're in control right. you can be confident that you're in control oh you just preached you just preached john <laughs> yeah uh question for you uh it, you know from a cinematic perspective you know you do have two guys sitting there uh you know over coffee and, and making this uh you know film how, how are you able to intensify the conversation the way you did from the angles and things obviously that's all planned out uh but but you know you did such a good job cinematically intensifying the the, the conversation what were some of the more challenging you know what were some of the challenging things about bringing that out uh, you know, there's I got 30 years experience. So yeah. This is what I do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's always the environment. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, you know, we walked them in, you know, into those remote areas. Um, yeah. and, you know, and then to set up and get into the rhythm of it, uh, you know, and to deal with weather and, you know, other issues. Uh, we shot it in late June, uh, which, yeah. You know, you always can be a little iffy. Um, uh, you have uh, people around you. Uh, we didn't, you know, we weren't high budget. You know, we could lock off an entire area or anything. Um, you know, so we had gawkers. And, you know, I, I remember the this one waterfall scene where up the hill, you know, we're trying to get our last shot in before we lost our daylight. And, uh, you know, there's these people... What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> You're like, not now. And it's like, yeah. just get out of the way, guy. <laughs> so, um, you know, and then, but, you know, you as a filmmaker, you just end up focusing in and, and getting it done. Um, 
you know, the nice thing is we ended up doing uh, rehearsals uh, uh, online, you know, because, you know, uh, uh, I'm in the Pacific West, uh, Scott's in Boston, you know, Bob's in um, Beach. So, you know, we are all in, all over the place. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're able to kind of go through it and talk through. So by the time we, we got to the locations, uh, you know, we kind of knew what we were going to do. Um, as far as the editing goes, um, I was able to uh, use music, uh, use sound effects that would intensify each scene and each uh, place. Um, generally, the way I like to work as a filmmaker is I like to, you know, have your establishing shots. But I also like to... Um, to start to move into close-ups as you move into the scene, which of course intensifies the emotion uh, because the closer you get to, you know, seeing people's eyes and their expressions, you know, the more intense it can get. But if you want to calm that down, you go back to a wide shot or you, uh, you know, get back at all. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, just, I would say tricks in editing, but there's a lot you can do in editing. Movie magic. You know, to guide the audience, to um, help them to not make them feel what you want them to, but, you know, help guide them through, uh, you know, the intensity or, you know, gee, I want them to feel more intense here. So let's let's go for a close up or let's go for this reaction. Um, and so much of shooting uh, and editing, uh, especially editing uh, to help the audience uh, feel what you want them to feel is reaction shots. And uh, nobody really talks about that, but yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in reaction shots. So as, as God is talking and Lucifer is listening, you know, you have these expressions and these reactions, um, yeah. you know, the funny thing is, is, and the way Bob played it, and I actually had to kind of get used to it because I'm used to uh, actors and character and, and the characters, you know, looking at each other very, you know, eye to eye. And the way Bob played it, uh, initially, I was like, oh, look at him more. But then I realized what Bob was doing, which made total sense is what he talked about, was staying in command, not reacting to what Lucifer yeah. was saying. Uh, so he would like, he'd, he'd be looking off or whatever, and kind of glance over at him and look back away. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, okay. I noticed that. Yeah, and it was it was very and I I can't remember if I talked to Bob about that when we were shooting, but he kind of, we kind of talked it through. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. You know, that was it was it was a different kind of of piece for me to do. And uh, you know, I normally work with just humans, char I mean, human characters. Right. <laughs> uh, that, that cats out the bag. He works for Area Fifty One. Truthfully. <laughs> He's the guy oh, that shot all the worth film. Mentioning, Duke. It's worth mentioning, Duke. You mentioned cinema photography. Sean actually won Best Cinema Photography at the Great Lakes Christian Film Festival for this film. Yes, and if you're just tuning in, uh, I'm going to play the commercial again so that you guys can know exactly what we're even talking about if you're just tuning in. Here we go. Join the ultimate conversation between good and evil at the premiere of Justice Pictures' short film Lucifer and the Father on All Saints Day, November 1st at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on SaviorConnect.com. You can join us afterwards for Meet and Greet with the filmmakers and actors hosted by Duke White Jr. of WJLZ Current FM. We'd love to see you there. So, yeah, you know, when we look at this, uh, this footage, I'm actually going to see if I have the, uh, I should have the... The seventh annual Sunrise Music... That's not it. I'll just check it. I was trying to see, well, I think I, I want to play the, actually, I'm going to go ahead and do this right here. I want to play the trailer uh, because it, you guys did such a great job uh, putting the trailer together. Uh, Seth, do you have any questions about Lucifer, the whole idea of Lucifer and the Father? What that? Have you ever imagined what that conversation would look like? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've read Job, and just to think about the fact that that actively happens, you know, um, mm -hmm. just because that's that's about the only place where we see in Scripture, in the Old Testament at least, where uh, where Satan literally goes into heaven, as far as I can remember. Um, yeah. 
No, 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 Zechariah, because Satan will stand there as an accuser. Yeah, so, you know, there's a few times in Scripture that it mentions it, so it's just, it's it's interesting to me. I remember seeing the trailer. It's definitely got me excited. My main question, which has kind of already been answered, um, how, as the actor of Satan, I guess, do you get into the mindset of playing Satan? I listen to rock and roll. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's basically, well, like I said, it was kind of um, drawn. It's when you're a ca- an actor on a character record that, I mean, like I've been doing, I've been doing um, uh, birthday parties for more than two decades, played everything from Mario to Batman and stuff like that. And so I'm very, I'm very I, I actually played Judas in our Easter musical uh, two, uh, two different years. And so it's in some ways, it's kind of you just basically draw on every negative. I actually talked to my mom and once and said, I hope that this is a mind you want to try to get inside the head of the character you're playing. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how deep I want to get into the it's head of this guy. Agree. But the filmmakers and Sorry actors hosted by Duke White Jr. Oh, yeah. of WJLZ. There you go. You, you said uh, you say that the last part again. <laughs> you talked to your mom and that you didn't want her. That well, I was I was like, I said to my mom and I said, you know, there's one there's one thing I'm and I had a momentary concern about it. And she prayed mm-hmm. with me, and the concern never came back. And that was, as an actor, you almost kind of want to do a deep dive into the head of the character you're playing and uh, mm-hmm. try to figure out, you know, what exactly they would be thinking and stuff. And I was like, you know, is this a mind I want to dive too deep into? Because, you know, this is the mind of the source of all evil here. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, if anybody who anybody who knows, <laughs> it's, kind, it's almost kind of weird because... Anybody who knows me personally said, you know, Scott, I just can't see you as the devil. And then they watch the film and they're like, wow. I you totally really, see. You were really, you were really, and like, and like I said earlier, it was really kind of easy. I wasn't, I was, I knew I could not play God, not to mention when you're a writer who wants to be in your own stuff, how egotistical mm-hmm. is it if you say, hey, I'm going to cast myself as God? I don't think so. That's not going to happen. So I just, it was just kind of, I, I pictured, I don't know. I just, it was also kind of a role that was kind of hard for me to, you know I mean, how do you ask another actor to do that? <laughs> how do you ask another? I wanted somebody opposite me because I knew I wanted to play one of the roles. I wanted someone opposite me in this movie who had a, a lot more experience than I did because I wanted my game up a little. I mean, Brother Bob here, you've got what, over 100 IMDb credits, 100 movie roles, something like that. That right, Bob? Well, one nineteen, but who's counting? <laughs> yeah, well, Lucifer and the Father. Yeah. My, Lucifer and the Father was my fourth, and I would like to. I'm in my forties. I'd like to try to get more. When, and so, when someone opposite you is a lot more accomplished than you are, you really it really kind of ups your game. And I think one of the because I was at, Bob and I had been in another movie that Sean directed called The Reconciler that I also wrote with him, but Bob and I didn't share any screen time. But we did mm-hmm. meet on the set, kind of got along, stayed in touch, and I kind of really wanted to work with him one day. So this was kind of, in some ways, fulfilling that as well. I've got, I'm, I, Seth, my apologies. I've gone off on one of my tangents here. I haven't. You're fine. You're fine. He's I, like, I do a three-hour radio did show I, with did Duke. I answer, you're did fine. I answer your question is about how you approach it? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Never apologize for stuff like He's like, I do a three-hour radio show with Duke White. You're, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, one of the things, yeah, Justice Pictures. The trailer is on that Justice Pictures page, by the way. He knew what I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) He saw me struggling. He was like, "Duke's looking for the trailer." (laughs) As I always say on the show, while you're while you're looking for the trailer, there's one thing I'd like to mention uh, just real quickly. Um, Sean said that he took us to some remote location. Yes, very remote locations, and he was dealing with. An actor who shall we one act one veteran actor who is shall we say <clears throat> up there in years, and another actor who has maybe not taken the best care of himself and already has arthritis in his right ankle and lower back, and so the trying to get to some of the locations was kind of interesting. And if you saw the trailer there, you know I'm in a sweater vest on the top of a mountain and, <laughs> and um, Bob's in a collared shirt. There were days that we were sweating, and Sean's wife, who basically did everything that a crew member would, would be like patting us down and stuff like that. And we hadn't even shot the stuff at the table yet. That was the last day of shooting. And I'm like, oh, man, we're sweating this much, and we have to wear tuxedos on the last day of shooting. But the, the last day of shooting when we shot all the table stuff was by far and away the best day for me, partially because you can't tell, but that's actually a person's backyard brand. 
We're not what? on a, we're not on a mountain or by a river in that. There was a great guy from Sean's church who let us use his backyard that looked like the woods. Wow. Yeah, that right there. The trailer is a top one, Duke. He's still like Duke struggling. I love it. He's you're focused. Um, so so Scott, uh, Bob, how how? Let me ask you this, especially since you have the experience that you have. Um, is this the first time you played a role? Like this massive, where you know, Scott, it's like that's kind of the biggest role you can play. Uh, and if so, what are some of the things that you had to do differently to to get into this character than you had to do with other characters? Um, I think I had to do sort of a, a, a this feeling that I had in 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 playing that role had to come from within rather than being external if that wow. makes any sense it wasn't just a look um it had to be an internal kind of thing and that's where i feel i went uh when i actually uh got into the role and then you from know, internally goes outward rather than trying to be a superficial kind of oh i gotta look like god now if that makes mm -hmm. sense I had yeah. to feel that, I think, from the very beginning when the camera started to the end of that time. And I think to the good Lord's grace, I, I, I believe I did because I've had a very much of a calming uh, effect when I went, uh, went, went through that process. And of course, Sean was always great to, uh, uh, you know, with, uh, so I trusted, I trusted him that if he saw something that was uh, not real, not authentic that he would tell me well i gotta say that uh there's something i don't know if, this is gonna sound crazy when i say it but i'm duke so it's okay uh <laughs> when does duke not say anything crazy uh you, you brought an element that i'd never seen before not only did i see the authority of god right but there's also this childlikeness that you brought out that was it was like you were there you there was, you were very freeing uh like you you, you watch, i watched you explore like uh th this playful side of god and making little jokes and like god yeah i think you would do something like that because he did you know the little smart remarks and jokes like i and you it was almost like i loved it because you showed god is very present you know what i mean uh and and i and i it's almost like uh I know that I saw a post where someone was like, why would you even put Lucifer in the movie? You know, why would you show this conversation? Like, do you remember that post I'm talking about? This guy, like, no, I don't, saying, but I just, I know, I, I knew we were going to get stuff like that. I, I put it, I put it on the, the, the chat when I was like, look at this reaction. Right. Uh, and it was so amazing because I'm like, how could you guys not see that when, even when God comes into our mess, technically, He's sitting down at a table having a conversation with us, you know. What I mean, that so, like, why wouldn't he do this, uh, with Lucifer? Uh, and but I do want to show the trailer, uh, since Sean's like, finally, <laughs> I, here, here we go. Um, Duke, before we do, one of the things, um, oh, sorry, we're going no, go ahead. No, no, you go, I was you just gonna it. say, the good news is. You know, there's not a lot of portrayals of God out, out there. So they don't have a whole lot of folks to compare me with unless you go back to George Burns, you know. And Morgan Freeman. And Morgan yeah. Freeman. So, you know, right. it's not like that um, there was a lot of things they could compare me to and nothing current, at least, out there. So that was kind of freeing as well. We could kind of, you know, develop how we felt he should be. Yeah, and I gotta fear of being compared. I actually thought about that, and and when I when I realized that, I, th I thought about that the the whole Morgan Freeman, and it's like, wow, you're one of the the only characters that really played, you know, especially in an expansive way. Uh, and 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 you know, with Christianity kind of being under attack right now, and uh, as far as publicly or in the media and things like that, it's so. It, it, and of course, that causes. When you persecute believers, that causes everyone to have their own idea of God. And I right. love that you guys brought it into a concentrated place where it's like, this is who God is. This is, well, not you, Robert, but I'm saying our God 
it's like this kind of this character. This character, yeah. <laughs> They're like, so this is who God is. God is Robert Sherman. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, but it's like <laughs> this is who you know, it's like don't talk to know. my wife. One okay? thing, Duke, one thing, <laughs> Duke, one thing I've tried to be perfectly clear about with people is by no means did we try to say to the say about this movie that we think God and the devil look like Bob and I. Okay. Right. It's kind of like this is the best we could do with the limitation our little human minds uh, have as to what we think that they could be. And it's also worth mentioning, you had mentioned, you know, Bob had said there's not a lot of people who have played the part. Well, that's partially because if you look at any creation movie or Old Testament movie where God speaks to people, it's always the same. It's always the spotlight coming out of the sky in a Charlton Heston-like voice. And, I mean, if you, you watch it, I mean, like I told you, the original idea before this was to do a movie that took a closer look at the first four chapters of Genesis and Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel. And those verses clearly say God walked in the garden with Adam and Eve. Yet you see the 1966 Bible movie. Okay, they bite the apple, sky opens up. What have you done? Here's your punishment. Okay, I'm sorry. That, I don't think that's how it went. I think that he was, if he was walking in the garden with them, if he was having fellowship with his children, with his creation, he would have been heartbroken when that happened. And you can't show that heartbreak with a spotlight coming out of the sky. So that was my original idea about, I think that there's a way that we can have an actor play God and get it right. And Bob brought his A game and he did it. Yeah. I, I think we were, I think the reason why they do that is when they're, they're afraid they're going to offend God. Yeah. You know, I think that's part of the challenge is like, we're making a movie about God and we get this wrong and he's yeah. a critic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh man, like, dude, you upset God, man. Okay. Yeah. And so, but th that's what I think was so cool is that you did show all these sides of God. We're gonna play this trailer so that you guys can. So, if you're listening via the radio, you want to go to justicepictures.com so that you can see the trailer. Uh, and it's only gonna be on Savior Connect, <clears throat> which I was hoping Steve uh, Dunn would be with us. He's the creator of Savior Connect, and that's where. So you, you got to get a Savior Connect page uh, in order to see it. The meet and greet will be on. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, you know, everything like that. After we do the um, the premiere, I'm trying to see here. Steve. If you don't have a Savior Connect and you're listening <clears> to this, <throat> make sure that you don't apply for it on November 1st because you actually have to apply for the account and have people approve you. I think that's a way for them to keep bots from coming on there. Yeah. yeah. So make yeah. sure that you get one before this so that you can see it. And it's very important that... <clears throat> It's very important that you're on time because once we, it's going to be live. So once it starts, uh, you know, it starts and then uh, we want to make sure you're there. You don't want to come in halfway and be like, what happened? Now, I do want to remember, I do want to remind everyone that this is the pilot to the beginning of a series. Uh, uh, you know, so be, make sure you I wanted you guys to remember that. And your support is definitely needed. We want you to support because the more that we can do... The bigger it gets, the bigger it gets. The more uh, fundraising, and uh, you know, we, it helps us a lot. We're gonna do that after I shut up and play the trailer. Lucifer. I am. I thought it was time we had another conversation. You want to hear about how lost and stubborn your precious creation has become? You have tried over and over again to muddy those waters, to cloud their understanding of my perfect love. My goal isn't to get them to be with me. My goal is to keep them from being with you. Your time of destruction is coming to an end. Why? Why? Jesus, my son. Ah! The move of my spirit is powerful and there is nothing you can do to stop it. Oh, but I have, over and over again. I have used so many to stop you. Oh, so that's why my church no longer exists? No, I did, I, I stopped what could have been. <laughs> I think our little chat has come to an end. Lucifer. Uh
Yeah, so we were just looping it over and over. It's on loop. <laughs> so, yeah, by the way, everybody, the cool part about well, the reason why I love this show so much is because, like, nobody expects me to be professional. They're like, he's incapable. Very true. Very true. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's going to, he's going to duke it all up. Sure am. Look, I, I wanted to say this, guys. First of all, you guys are very strategic, very careful uh, with this project. And because of that reason, I'm asking everybody to make sure you get the Savior Connect uh, page uh, and and be there. Be there. You know, uh, if you're looking to uh, support, which is definitely necessary, uh, make sure you go to justicepictures.com. Uh, and if you need, like, um, you know, if you if you if you are gonna need uh, you watch this movie and it touches your heart, you know, send emails and, and, and let people know, hey, this really touched our heart uh, because you guys also did a great job at showing. So so many people feel like God has forgotten them, right? And you guys did a great job uh, showing that God is a very present help. Uh, that he that he. Because let's be real, especially after you know COVID and everything, it did feel like things got out of control. Robert, was that something that was important for you, for people to know that that God's always in control? Well, yes, and of course the script really lends itself to that. I mean, I think the way that um, uh, that starting with what uh, uh, Scott started and ultimately. Uh, what uh, Sean and his wife Sarah did there, the the dialogue was absolutely um, uh, beautifully constructed, and I think it all lent itself to that portrayal uh, very well. So there was a lot of help from the script as well. Yeah, Sean, uh, when you when you brought forth uh, when we talk about the the script and things, were there certain points that you wanted to to bring out in in, uh, in certain moments? What, what was your thought process in, you know, can, can, okay, for example, when he says, uh, you know, that's why my church is still staying, you know, was that, was that done, was that something you wanted to bring out? Well, actually, yeah. it's worth mentioning that. Uh, was, I, was, I was asking Sean, man. What? <laughs> I was asking Sean. <laughs> what? I was asking Sean. I sound like Rick James. Oh, hey. Scott, I'm sorry. Scott, I think that's my line. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you said Scott. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you know Scott. Scott wrote uh, a great first draft, and um, uh, my my wife, who awesome, um, she <laughs> is. Uh, I think we you saw pictures of her in the um, in the the uh, announcement, the commercial. Um, and there's also behind the scenes video that we have on the site too. Um, and ju you know, just so people know, uh, when you go to the justice picture site, you, you, you go to the end development tab at the top and that's where the Lucifer and the father page is. Um, the, you know, it's funny, we got the script and it, it spurned on a lot of conversation between her and I about, about it all um some of the lines you know she came up with and but i think you know ultimately you want an arc you want some kind of journey um even in a short film um and so we started uh you know with the initial you know elements and <laughs> and you see them kind of sparring but you see a theme start to build right you see uh, God, and we're very distinct about, <laughs> and it's subtle, but they're, you know, when they talk about God's creation, uh, and then, but when he's talking about uh, humankind who's created in, in the image of God, uh, we call it God's most precious creation. And ah, and that was a good addition. That's something that wasn't in my original script. I thought that was great. Thank you. Thank you. And we spent probably two weeks um, every day going in and doing the rewrite to what it became. So it wasn't just a one day thing. I mean, we really, you know, struggled over things. We, you know, thought, but um, 
it was definitely a joint effort. Um, and I know the guys were getting a little nervous because <laughs> we were, you know, getting the script done, you know, weeks before. I don't remember how, how <coughs> delivered the final pages, but um, you know, Bob, we wrote, because God, he, he has these, you know, soliloquies or the, you know, these long dialogue portions or he's, ex, you know, bringing across points or whatever, you know, and Bob's like, I got to memorize this guys. Can you give me, <laughs> and, uh, and I wrote, we, the way we wrote it and all of Bob's, you know, he was like, well, you know, he, he ended up on set starting and even before calling me Shakespeare <laughs> we're writing these. I called him Billy Billy Shakespeare yeah. yeah because because the thing is is, is this is this is like really so everybody I need you guys to understand something it's such a dialogue based concept like you're talking about the 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 star is the concept I mean the star is the conversation mm-hmm. and it's right. such a dialogue based kind of like so the how 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 do you guys? I mean, unless it's movie, but how do you guys remember all that? Did, was there any ablative going on? Were you like making some of us you going on a little bit? Like, you know, Sean, you got to deal with this. This is, you know, Sean doesn't play that. Ah, I, but, but how do you guys remember all those lines? They put their script. Well, just a few weeks before we started, if I remember correctly, we had a fourteen-page script. I had it memorized. I had those fourteen pages memorized. Which then is about a week before right. we started shooting, it jumped to 24 pages, I believe. <laughs> so we added 10 pages, and I had about a week, uh, you know, to uh, to try to uh, to juggle that. So, you know, uh, Sean was patient and God was gracious, but uh, it was probably the most challenging uh, script I've ever had to uh, to yeah. deal with. I bet. Which is saying something uh, if you have 100 movie credits and this was a short. You know what? I think that's that. That is a great way. And yeah, you're right. It's a movie short, and it's one of the most. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But it was it, the dialogue. It was amazing, and you do feel this verbal war, this this location. And I gotta say, I honestly, if you know an atheist out there, this would be such a great movie to show them. Uh, did you get? Were you guys aware of? How the atheist community can see this, because usually when you're talking to atheists, they're always combating, right? And they don't let you talk, and so there's always combating. But this conversation, you guys actually gave room to talk. I do want to ask you: Do you, you know, do you think that an atheist could watch this, and why? I'd love for all three of you to answer that. Well, I happen to know that uh, two guys who consider themselves not into organized religion already have. I uh, let two guys who I work with in the entertainment community watch it. One of them said, one of them called me up and said that it was awesome. The other one said something that I have to censor a bit. He said, he told me, Scott, I watched that thing. You were creepy as you know what. And yeah. Said, no. so, <laughs> just, so they definitely paid attention. They definitely watched it. Oh, uh, quickly, uh, Duke, uh, one thing I should mention before uh, they give their answers. You were talking about how do we memorize it. I come from a different school of thought than Bob does. I come from a background of church drama. And for 18 years in the VBS, the method has been, while all the other activities are going on, the actors who participate in the daily VBS skit literally learn the skit the day of. So even though I had written some of it, Sean had changed enough of it that I didn't know it word for word. So what I would do is I would basically memorize on the day of what we were shooting that day, then forget it, and then concentrate on the next day. So I kind of did a memorization as you go. Every actor has their own different methodology. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. on to the question that you asked them. Go ahead, Bob and Sean. Well, I actually have not had feedback from, um, you know, any non-believers, but I would love to. I, I wish we had a panel of them, basically, and, and, and could actually uh, get their thoughts. Um, yeah. Because it would be such a blessing if this would open up a new a new concept of the relationship with uh, with God and the Father and how it could work. But I haven't personally had that experience yet, but I would love to. Um, you know, I've had people uh, watch it and uh, who aren't believers and and they're like, 
you know it's it's not super detailed it's like cool or i haven't had any you know come back and try and refute or whatever i think the idea was to you know ultimately to to just communicate god's heart and god's truths um you know not not saying this to you know lucifer and and god are uh you know as as we talked about earlier um but also ultimately is to communicate god's heart and the truth and i think there's it it some people i've talked to it's like huh yeah that that's that's a thinker you know and so i think that's where it's effective is to open up that conversation we've had multiple people you know that we've previewed it to um that have been like can i show this to my church or can i use yeah. this in my small bible study or you know whatever one of those where in fact we'll, we'll we are working and we will be working on creating a study guide for uh this as well I mean, it started as a short film idea and it's kind of blossomed into um, uh, a series and it was always kind of that's idea uh but you know Part of it too is we're like well you know this is just a one-off right you know short film so but you know we've seen two or three other um like the chosen and and vindication start out as short films and, right. and move into into series and so we're kind of that path a little bit mm-hmm. uh real quick on on just to add something to the lines um you know we sat around <laughs> we we could have shot this in three days uh, but we chose to shoot it in five. Um, and so we had time to to kind of go through the new script and memorize and, and around the breakfast table. <laughs> and sometimes it was just an afternoon shoot. Uh, you know, it wasn't weren't like the standard 10 to 12 hour days that, that feature films or films normally are. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then... Uh, we'll be back, and you know I'm gonna let these guys go because these all, all they all know that I actually don't stop, but I know they have other stuff to do. Like Duke will talk all day, uh, but we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Robert Shepard. America has approximately 580,000 homeless people. My area of Virginia estimates 5,783 people living on the streets. A Google search can show the homeless number in your state. You can make a difference. Please send a message that God loves the homeless and has not forgotten them. Go to www.comingsoonjesus.org and click on Fundraising. Purchase the Coming Soon Jesus t-shirt or hoodie. The CSJ team delivers the shirts and hoodies to homeless shelters, churches, and even directly to the homeless. Together, we can make a difference. Together, we can help the homeless. Please go to www.comingsoonjesus.org. Purchase a t-shirt or hoodie for the homeless today. God bless you as you bless the homeless. Countless, countless men have given their lives to service in this country in military and law enforcement. And the aftermath is young men are left without fathers to lead them forward. Life Camp is a camp we've built for boys that lost their fathers either from military service or law enforcement. This camp was designed to offer young men the opportunity to get out in the wilderness with a team of mentors who can guide them on their journey of what it means to become a godly man. What these guys are going to experience in this week in the great outdoors is an opportunity to learn about what it means to be a young man in characteristics that are important in life. Hard work, discipline, integrity, honesty, and really progress and grow into strong young men. The experience is over the top. We want to be there for these boys going forward for years to come. If you know of a family we can help or to support this ministry financially, log on to lifecampusa.org. Join the ultimate conversation between good and evil at the premiere of Justice Pictures' short film Lucifer and the Father on All Saints Day, November 1st at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on SaviorConnect.com. 
You can join us afterwards for Meet and Greet with the filmmakers and actors hosted by Duke White Jr. of WJLZ Current FM. We'd love to see you there. All right, we are black. Well, at least I am. Uh, yeah, this, 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 you guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, 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 before we go, I do want to know if there's something you guys want to say to the people, uh, including you two, Seth, if you want to say anything about. Uh, but but the, the last thing I, I want to say to the people is, um, you know, I, I know that this conversation is going to happen, and I, I, I am probably – I'm going to try to be mature about it, but I know what it's like, you know, of course, God's going to be a white man, the whole racial thing. If I hear, by God, help me. If I hear people make this an issue, I'm going to flip out, but uh, I'm going to try to, I know that I have to represent you guys well and represent everybody, but I wanted to say, can we just go ahead and and deal with that a little bit? (laughs) Just, just so what, if we would, if you want to know, what you guys actually think about it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole, you know, why is God a white guy? If, why is Lucifer? It might be like, oh, God's the white, the white guy's Lucifer for sure. Because we know, but people will love that. But it's, address that because if, if, I'm pretty sure, like I, I can almost guarantee that someone's going to call me up and we're like, why is God and Lucifer white people? Uh, because it was who so was good. Yeah, everybody's like, let me in. <laughs> so, so Duke, Duke, are you telling yeah. me you're a black man? <laughs> exactly, it happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will tell you the truth. I, I'm sure I'm not perfect, but I honestly don't think. Oh, that's Duke the black guy, or oh, that's Sean the white guy. I mean, we are brothers in Christ. Yeah, I think Sean the Russian. But yeah, that's what yeah. I think. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Well, one thing that's worth one thing that's worth mentioning, Duke, is is that I have never been somebody who I know that other people cast by race, and I never. The only time I've ever cast by race is when two have to be two people have to be related. Other than that, I've always been a firm believer in the best person should play the part. Now, this allows me to tell you a little bit about what we want to do with the series, in case anybody out there is wondering, you know. What is the series going to be? Is it going to be more dinner table conversations? No, actually, the series is based on the original Adam script that I wrote and others. We're going to show Lucifer and the father's interaction with famous Bible stories. And, of course, the very first one that we're going to probably do is the creation story. And um, one thing that I wanted from the get-go is I want to make sure I wanted a a real-life couple to play Adam and Eve. And uh, nothing is official yet, but one of the top choices that we have play Adam and Eve are actually an interracial couple. Now, I didn't do that on purpose. They were just a couple who showed interest in wanting to do the movie. So we do not we, we do not cast by race. We cast by who is available and who wants to do it. And this was a case of three guys who knew each other, all of who happened to be white, who wanted to make this movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lucifer and the Father was a, a micro-budget you know, movie, and Scott uh, you know, he wanted to work with Bob on something and, and it, it, you know, on a much bigger, when you come into, uh, you know, the the ability to, to really get into, you know, casting and casting decisions and, um, you know, that's one thing, but if you're just hobbling together, you know, uh, a group of people that you know, or you're like, oh well, yeah, he might play a good one, you know. If you know, if, if Bob had been black, it it wouldn't have been a, a like, you know, Scott would have been like, I I want to work with Bob, you know. It, 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 it's not- I'm sorry, Bob's black Bob now. You gotta do it. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it, it was color. It was just about who right. we available and who we, you know. Um, you know, I, I pulled in my wife and my son, you know, Joshua, uh, my oldest son, he's worked with me on multiple projects, multiple films. You know, I, 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 I am I, you know, what, what's the phrase where you only work with family or bring in, <laughs> you know, <laughs> accuse me of that. It's like, no, it was, it was who would work for, <laughs> you know, hey, you know, you're free, not free, but you know, it's, <laughs> 
Uh, it's, also, it's also worth mentioning, Duke, just real quickly. Prior to this thing happening, prior to me approaching Bob to do the movie, there was a Christian filmmaker whose name I'm not going to drop here, who optioned my original Adam script for two years and it didn't end up working out. His first choice to play God was actually an actor who was of Native American descent who uh, or Hawaiian descent. I can't remember which who was on the show, The Renegade. But that ended up not that ended up not working out. So it was I never I never had in mind, OK, God has to be a white guy. I just thought that I just thought that I but I'd gotten to know Bob and I was like, OK, he exemplifies. I could you talk to Bob and the way he talks about his family. Like I said, he's a father. And I was like, God has to be played by a father. And I just let, and that was kind of what I, I kind of at one point said not to quote the movie that Bill Murray was in. But what about Bob? After the first thing didn't work out, I was like, what? Maybe Bob could play the part. So. I think our our biggest focus was just on on the message, you know, right. and wanting to communicate God's, um, and ultimately to glorify God and to help people understand His character uh, more than Satan's character. Uh, you know, uh, that's kind of easy to do, um, but ultimately we lay out the gospel uh, in in this. And the gospel was communicated. And to us, it was like, we didn't care who played what characters. Uh, we wanted the, the message and and that to communicate that. That was the most important thing to us. Yeah. Uh, I truly believe I, that this is a message of hope, regardless of what ethnicity you may or group that you're part of or church or non-church. I really do pray that this message of hope uh, in regard to our Heavenly Father, really resonates. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, again, I'm warning everyone, if the, the, the racial thing finds its way in here, I'm going to flip out on you. I, I, I got, well, well, I'm going to try to respond. I'm going to be nice. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make Bob, I mean, God, happy. All <laughs> the like, same thing. But I want to make I want to make God happy. Yeah, be again. careful, Duke. We might have to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Seth, Seth, protect me. He's like, you, need to, you sounded really angry right then, Duke. No, what, no. What? Hey, if he needs to have a conversation with you, who am I to stand in front of God? <laughs> <laughs> He's already touched my knees. I don't need him touching my hip too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Yeah. Let's focus on the message here. Yeah, let's Amen. focus on the message, folks. Yeah, let's let's not. Amen. I, I like to tell people, undumb yourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Undumb yourselves. Like, let's, let's get real. We're, we're, we were way past that. And God's been too good for us to, to, to you know to distract ourselves. This thing is so beautiful. This the landscape, you guys did such a wonderful job. If you want to support, you go to just justicepictures.com. Uh, by the way, I have to toot my own horn for a second uh, because, uh, well, after Sean, yeah, I had to discipline me over and over again, uh, but it's not justice. Cause I know radio people will, it's justicepictures.com radio people. JusticePictures.com. Listen to me carefully. It's not Justice Films. JusticePictures.com. And uh, the only reason I'm saying that is for we would be on these conversations and Sean would go, Pictures. 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 It's because you grew up when you did. You used to say films. He got it in there, though. Pictures. Yeah, right. I, I'm, so, I'm so old that it's film. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he got it in there, though. Made, I finally clicked. And now I say Justice Pictures all day. Uh, so justicepictures.com. And you're going to go to In, the, in Development, uh, where it says In Development. And, and then you click on Lucifer and the Father. And there's a link right there uh, that shows for you know the, the whole scene and everything like that. Um, if, they, if people wanted to contact you guys, how do they go about doing that? Uh, there's a contact form on the uh, on the, the webpage there. Um, down a little bit lower, I think. Um uh, the also I wanted to mention for sure that uh, let me see is that it should be right there yeah there it is um, 
And uh, we've partnered with, with the National uh, Christian Foundation uh, uh, to be able to handle uh, gifts and, and uh, tax-deductible donations, uh, that kind of thing. But uh, if you're interested in, in helping with the series otherwise, we also have a relationship with uh, the Impact Foundation uh, for uh, more institutional gifts or larger uh, gifts. Uh, we can work with you on that too. Um, so we're excited. We're excited what God's doing with this. We're excited to uh, communicate more truths uh, to the general public and using entertainment and in creative ways uh, to, you know, ultimately our, our goal and our our heart is to glorify God and to, yeah. to share the gospel and to share the good news. And, um, you know, what else is there, right? Right. Amen. All right, so I'm going to play the commercial one more time and then we're going to be out of here. All right, now, so here it is. Join the ultimate conversation between good and evil at the premiere of Justice Pictures' short film Lucifer and the Father on All Saints Day, November 1st at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on SaviorConnect.com. You can join us afterwards for Meet and Greet with the filmmakers and actors hosted by Duke White Jr. of WJLZ Current FM. We'd love to see you there. All right, everybody, we're out of here. Love you guys. Be good to each other out there.